You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Brought to you courtesy of the Diamond Tender Podcast Network, punters and dribblers. Joined once more by the ever-reliable, consummate professional and darling of the ice, Eddie Simpson. Thank you, Tom. Punters and dribblers, it's always a pleasure to be here. Darling of the ice. Yeah, sure. Figure skating. Of course. Of course. Oft, a little known fact. Well, an forgotten part of my life. That you were, you know, down in the Dubbo ice rink back in the day. Well, I bet you, didn't I? The 2004 Olympics? Well, that's true. Was it 2004 Winter Winter Games? That's for the that's for the really that's, loyal punter dribbler. Yeah. If you don't if you don't get that, don't hold that against yourself because that's that's a, some some deep state hello sport yarn. But weird start. Um do you have a nice weekend at Punter Dribblers? Eddie's been away all have, weekend. Has been away. Um, golf trip. Annual golf trip down to Kangaroo Valley this year, Tom. So you change every year? Change every year. Started off on uh, Jeringon course. Gorgeous course. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Couldn't recommend it more highly, Tom. This is the one you did on the weekend? Right on the coast. Fucking gorgeous. Very green. Beautiful greens. Cheap as well. 18 holes in a cart, 40 bucks. Oh, not bad. Very affordable. That's very affordable. Very affordable. So that was fantastic. Played pretty well. Didn't Played win. Played all right. Didn't win. God, didn't, no. No, didn't win. Uh, I was with Jack Freeman. Now, we weren't the... Flash crew. We're not the flash crew. No. Jack's just started. He's just picked up the clubs. Getting better. Getting a lot better, Jack. Jack. So shout out to Jack for for playing some good golf. We got there in the end. Didn't come last, which is what you want to avoid. Yeah, that's it. Spoons. Is there is there is there an award yeah. for first and last? Yeah. First is like there's a cup. Glory. Champion. Uh, last, you'll become the lemon. Don't get bitter, get better. That's right. the idea. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. And you just, is it is it annual every year? It's annual every year. Same weekend every year? No, but around but the same around time. Around the same time. Hovering around like just before daylight savings ends. And lemons, do they have some sort of carryover? You're a well, loser for a year? Well, yeah, they, they have to, you have to stay with your same fucking partner. You wear yellow shirts, have got lemons on them. Oh, great. Look, the punishment isn't, you know, it's it's some sort of punishment. Yeah, Everyone enough. wants to, yeah, it's enough. People don't, you don't fucking want to be the lemon. I, you don't fucking want to I be I the I like lemon. that you make, that the lemons have to stay together as well it's like you have to get yourself out of this yeah, shit yeah. don't get bitter get better <laughs> also just want to shout out uh, not not shout out but just public service announcement yeah if you've ever thought about paying kangaroo valley golf course don't I, fucking dog shit really 90 dollars awful greens are mate the greens were a fucking disgrace the worst i've ever seen awful okay well look there's a bit coming up on the show bit of sport to yarn about um Couple of bad boys in sport this week. Not that it's a theme, Eddie, but there's some bad boys rolling about the uh, the sporting world. We've got a cup. We've got a new. We've got uh, a new Australian world champions that I want to talk about. We got some some rugby gals that are that have done very well. Mm-hmm. Also, a gymnast in some trouble. Mm-hmm. Pitch dramas. Yep. World Cup kits released. Yep. Soft George. Making his television debut. Love it. Non-NRL related. Love it. Manly famous win. Love it. Winksy girl returning to the track for one final time. Love it, love it, love it. Eddie, obviously we have been uh, at the forefront of covering the pitch dramas. We have. Uh, a voice of reason, a voice, uh, you know, that illuminates uh, light where there is darkness. Yeah. Now, on the weekend, if you saw the SCG pitch... It was and is an absolute pile of shit. Yeah, it's a it's a steaming pile of poo. It's a steaming pile. Everyone of poo. knows that, but I don't know why anyone's surprised with the track with the traffic, traffic with the traffic that 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 our beloved SCG turf has had to endure. That poor now, girl. Now let's not forget punters, dribblers. It's getting a lot of bad publicity bad press but we are talking about the hallowed turf of the scg like yeah it's now not all of a sudden fucking at anz stadium anz stadium like, which we hate and always have yeah well certainly post olympics yeah let's not drag the poor scg down to that you know, level this beta, old girl this old turf. girl has been serving this country especially the city of sydney for over a century over a century now you just all of a sudden up the traction, up the up the traffic by like a hundred percent on the poor old girl. She's now got 
Four codes. Yeah. Giving her a, a full workover full work, every yeah. weekend. AFL, rugby union, rugby league, football. So every weekend. Different or lines. Soccer. Rugby league's going one way. Let unions going the other way. Paint and soccer. Getting paint off. Fucking indigenous pitches. All that bullshit, right? It's a fucking nightmare. But on the weekend, uh, Terry Antonis of the uh, Melbourne Victory. Correct. Playing Sydney FC there. Think that Sydney FC won. Personally, don't mind. I mean, don't care. But deal. Deal. Deal the score. Deal the score. Terry Antonis, uh, there's footage of him. He's standing, you know, jogging along. Jogging sort of, is the right Jogging term. along sort of on the edge of where the pitch meets the grass. There's a bit of a transitional thing there. Yeah. And almost like he's done his ACL shot by a sniper, just drops. Fucking wigging out. His knee's fucked. His knee's fucked. Uh Kevin Musket, the coach, comes out after the game, lambasting the SCG pitch to three types of grass Muskie's accusing him of. Mm. Doesn't obviously take into account the old girl's getting an absolute pounding from multiple codes. Every hole's filled, the poor old girl. Oh, oh she's got her holes filled. And look, it, it pains me to say that. It pains me to say that, but that's the reality. That's the reality. She's a willing participant, but you can't. Oh, she's willing, but I mean, don't expect, don't expect it to be glorious when it's your turn. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, this whole big hullabaloo, at poor, of which it is, of which it is, at poor old SCG, um, who's beautiful, by the she's way. She's a gorgeous, gorgeous girl, jewel of the city, jewel of the city. <laughs> putting it mildly, is it her than the harbour? I think so. Her Sydney Harbour, Pat Cummins' eyes. Now. Terry Antonis, as it turns out, Eddie, he's not even injured. Was this was this an attention-seeking ploy by football? football, who are the ones that always complain? Because you know what they do, Tom? You know what they do? They like to compare, for some reason, the A-League to the Premier League and other competitions yeah, in Europe. This isn't how it happens over in Europe. Yeah, but... Also, in Europe, brah, they have their own stadiums, like literally their own stadiums. Tottenham just released, like, opened their new ones, six, like 65,000. It is so sick. Mm. How many games a week do you think they're playing there? One, and if you've got a bye week, they wouldn't play at all. Yeah. Maybe they've got a couple of reserve grade teams playing, but I doubt it. Training and shit. So it gets, well, they wouldn't even train wouldn't there. Even they train don't train there. They don't train there. They train at the, that their own, tra- like, their specific training facilities. Right. So she might even get, she might only get a game a week. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe not any at all. Right. Right? And so, obviously, the fucking grass is in extraordinary condition. Yes. Does that, is that wouldn't, wouldn't surprise anyone. No. If you had Tottenham Hotspur, as an example, or use them for continuity, if they were getting thrashed and out every whole field and they were getting four or five codes, you know, a week, giving it a real work over, then I guarantee, I, I'll give you that tip, it wouldn't look like it does now. No. So to fucking draw parallels between the beater as fuck A-League, yeah. it, I'm sorry, it is. Well, I don't right. care. Look, if you like the A-League, that's sweet. But like it's beater as fuck when compared to other If you prefer A-League leagues. to APL or any other football league in the world almost, then you're a fucking idiot. Well, you're you're idiot. deluded. Yeah, you're, you're very delusional. So, But the point stands, Tom. The point stands. Why are you comparing them? It's not, it's, it's no. not apples for apples, bro. No. It'd be like it'd be like uh, having the fucking uh, New South Wales Cup being dirty that they got to go and play on fucking backfields around the city, and then going, "Well, the NRL players don't have to do it." You're like, "Bruh, this is a different situation. <laughs> Bruh, this is completely different." But the thing that's annoying, or surprising, not surprising, but and you were saying just before we started recording that that the A League now want their own bespoke fields. Well, they're saying what they're saying is. They're saying it's to, it's about time that the A League had their own bespoke stadiums, right? But I'm sort of like, well, who the fuck's paying for that? Yeah, where's that money coming? Where's from? that money coming from? You can't because even afford I, like, I, 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 I get what you mean. I understand what you're saying. Like, it it's it's it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when your average crowd is fifteen thousand and you pay and you're playing at the SFS. Let's use Sydney FC for an example. Mm. In front, and that's used to see. 40 to 35 40 whatever the point is is that you're playing in stadiums that are too big for your crowd numbers so therefore they're they're trying to argue well let's have bespoke stadiums but i'm sort of like mate rugby league which is fucking a hundred times bigger than the a league Mm. right 
Manly can't even do up their own stadium. No, it's a right? local dog park. It's a poo. It, I mean, I love the club, but God save us. Brookvale is in dire need of a paint job. She hasn't even been painted. No. Let alone fixed or brought up to current standards. Like it is fucked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it is and that's it's it's that's the NRL, a hundred times That's bigger the than the premier f- team in the rugby league yeah. competition in Sydney, and they can't even do up an existing stadium, let alone the A League building new ones. No, like what the fuck? There's a there's a where no- do you get off? Where do, where is this ideology it's of the, like we should have everything that the other like the rest of the world has? It's the naivety of youth. It's a young yeah. competition. They're like children in the Australian sporting landscape, and they're like, oh, we want that, and it's like. How about you consistently deliver a product that isn't a pile of poo and maybe have a generate a bunch of fans who, you know, or build a fan base that want to actually enjoy your pile of poo. And until that point, to the corner with you, shut the fuck up. You'll play where you're allocated. If you play on a bloody SCG pitch that's had a train run on it from a code after code after code, then that's what you're going to have to do. And don't. Get Terry Antonis to pull an absolute football fucking 101 move and fake an injury. It's, it's a so disgrace. Football. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. And also, I, in this article I read, it was read by like, you know, pro football pundit, maybe pass player, I can't remember, Dior. He was trying to compare it to the MLS, Major League Soccer in the US, where they've built their own bespoke stadiums. And I'm like, yeah, but that's America. Also, couldn't they afford to pay Beckham like 300 million? Of course million? they could because it's America where there's so, 350 million and the fucking sporting landscape is, huge. again, 100 times bigger than ours. So David Beckham just started a club, uh, actually worth mentioning, Hello Sports' new official soccer club. We've partnered with David Beckham and the Miami... Uh, what are they called? FC. Yeah, uh, it's they're like it's like football international. Club. Yeah, I for, think it might even be in French for some. Fucking yeah, reason. well, because it's badass. Yeah, it's sick. So we don't know the name yet, but we have partnered with him. Look, our legal eagles are taking care of that. Is he Carey and uh, Lloyd of the Stars? Um, so you know, ask him. But I just the A League just needs to chill out on this one. Really, like, yes, yeah. is, 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 no, no, no. is the A League still going? <laughs> well, mate, what, what's annoying about it, Tom? Is what's this annoying about it? Still going? I understand that you can have a little bit of like drive and um, aspirational qualities. Yeah, be aspirational. Sure, but also, I mean, if you want your own stadiums, well, you're not look, getting you're not one. getting them. But if you want your own bespoke park with your own bespoke bleachers, go for gold. <laughs> no one's stopping you doing that. Get your own fucking, uh, you know, analog ticketing system with some old punter there who's just handing. You know what? Out. You know what? Start where everyone else did, in the parks. In the parks of this country. That's it. That's where everyone else started, Tom. Where do you reckon? Do you reckon fucking rugby league was always played in front of, you know, 80,000 at ANZ? No. Or 60,000 at Suncorp? No, it wasn't. It was started at the parks of this country. That's it. And that's where, I tell you the hot tip, stop trying to leverage off everyone else. If you don't fucking like it, leave it and do it yourself. That's it. Bush footy. Build your own stadiums. But obviously you can't just so start at the parks. Yeah. And if you, if by some miracle you de- develop a narrative and start putting bums on seats, then sure, the stadiums will come off the back of it because you will have money to yes. build them. But know that it's probably costing the stadiums just to host you losers. It's literally <laughs> costing them money just to have you and your nine fans come to every game. So... so... Tom, punters, dribblers. Yes. Your attention, please. Um... So the new World Cup kits are out, Tom. This is a great time of year, or a great time in the sport is in the sport sporting fans' life uh, when it's a whether it's a soccer World Cup, a rugby union World Cup, a cricket World Cup. The 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 new clothing, the uniforms are released to much fanfare, much ado. And you're telling me, Eddie, you're telling the punter and the dribbler that the new. I think I feel like it's I feel like it's much ado about nothing. Oh, really? Have you seen them? Show us. Right. And is it a positive look, feedback we're getting here? Like, I, I mean, mean, look, I don't hate I it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I, I, exactly. It's sort of like, eh. So look, for the punter and the dribbler who hasn't Dior'd on this one. Like, look it up. Look it up. But it's basically a gold top with some green stripe. Well, like, is that gold? Is well, it gold enough for no, us? Look, it's canary yellow, which is, I think, what you want. You know where my, you know where my, you know where my real concern is. This is where my real concern is. Is that for some reason we've lost the ability to see 
chest hair. Yeah, that that is a problem. That is a problem for me. Like. They used to be. I mean, they used to be open. Well, what's what is wrong with having a, an open collar? Well, like who would wear? I've never seen a shirt like that before. So, like outside of outside of sport, the, chuck me the picture there, Punish dribblers. So basically, what they've got is the illusion of an open shirt, but it is actually not. Well, it's not an illusion because it's green. But what I mean is, where the shirt would open, yes, they've filled that they've in with filled green. that in with with green fabric, and so now not only do you not see uh, chest hair, you look. The photo is of Glenn Maxwell, who is one of the hairier gentlemen. But again, there is something uh, uniquely cricket about having an open shirt. Yes. To see rug, or if you don't have a rug, just a, a, just bare just a chest. glistening bare chest. What the fuck Stoinis going to do in that shit? So, look, because you want to see a little bit of, you know, also like a, a gold chain. Well, look, exactly. Love a gold chain. Are you going to rock a gold chain over the top of that? Looks no, a bit silly, doesn't it? Maxi might. Maxi might. I mean, I'm not ruling out Max doing that, but I just think that every year or every four years, they have an opportunity to. To do, to, right. to do it right, and they don't. No, I just feel like they don't do any any research. They into find these. they find a way to fuck it up. I don't think it's that hard. Make I just it gold. don't. I just look. It's either these are my immediate thoughts. It's not gold enough. The green's not quite right. No. It's not quite right. Could almost not be there. Um, the collar seems a bit weird, a bit funky. Like it's not sure if it's a collar or not. Yeah, I mean it is, but it doesn't. It's some it's weird shape for some reason. Just not loving it. I think I'm not loving it because it doesn't open up to chest, chest hair. hair, so it doesn't work properly. No, it's not. What's like? It's not a collar if it doesn't open. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. What's the point of it? Otherwise, what's? Yeah, it's basically just half a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly what it is. It's half a turtleneck. But I just, I'm just disappointed that we've gone away as this in this country from exposing a man's chest. Yeah. I think that that was. Is this PC culture gone, Matty? And I don't like to throw that term around. It's too, it's too. Well, okay. Well, let's, well, let's look at let's look at rugby league and rugby union. Now, you could make the argument that they've got rid of the open chest because it could be grabbed onto. Sure. You make you make you're a bit more sleek now. I skin mean, skin tight jerseys. The, the, the jerseys are super skin tight now. The colour's gone from rugby. I can sort of go with that, yes. right? But in cricket, where there's no fucking need to go down that path, are they going to start playing in like really tight jerseys? Well, look, I mean, they play, they play in tight jerseys in cricket, like in tight in tight shirts. I think I'd prefer to use. Well, they're not that tight. Well, no. Look, I mean, you can certainly see Marcus Stoinis' fucking rippling chest and arms. Well, yeah, but he's huge. Yeah, they don't make him big enough. No, I know. Look, but someone like Gary Lyon, not going to fill out a shirt. But I think your run-of-the-mill cricketer these days who is a little – is on the fitter side, you're certainly going to see the tighter shirt, which is, I think, what the cricketing public want. Sure. And, and I'm, I'm happy to go down that tight path. Yeah. But, the, but the, don't – which Don't is deprive fine. us of, of, of seeing open chest. Seeing open chest. There's a lot of currency, I think, in a man's chest. There's so much currency. It's it speaks volumes about who he is. A picture paints a thousand words. Yes, Tom. exactly. But also whether you can glean a lot of stuff about a cricketer, I think as well from his chest. Whether like the hair, the hairy, the the, the ratio of chest to hair can give you an indication of testosterone levels, aggression, mm. uh, you know, unpredictability. Now, you can also they- have a smooth chest where you go, now is this a waxed chest? Is this man actually hiding? Who he is? Who he is? And now this wax chest. I don't really know. It's a, it's a, a deceptive tactic. But it's all. But again, it's it it it's all, it provides an insight into who they are as a player, as a man. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking specifically here about the, the the male cricket uniform. Is it sort of like? Is it as telling the open chest as as a as a pair of breasts, perhaps, which which sort of indicate levels of estrogen? Say so that sort of. You're talking from a purely evolutionary level yes. here, where the the breast yeah. size, not from cricketing a cricketing perspective. You're no. just talking about, uh, you know, the evolutionary. Well, it's an traits. indicator. Yes. It's an indicator, right? Yes. There, are, there are the breasts are some sort of indicator of like evolutionary traits, yes. and like. Uh, you know, estrogen levels and fertility, fertility levels and all that shit, right? Blah, blah, blah. And what I think, research around the evolutionary traits point, around breasts. Yeah, but I think that by taking away the open, sh- the open, the collar, which exposes the chest, Tom, yes. I think that we're taking away our ability to determine such things in men. Well, Eddie, it's funny you bring this up. Um, now, there is a study going around somewhere that said that back in the day, 
Eddie, and I'm just talking, you know, back, back in the day. Well, when back in the day? You know, like way back when we were fucking... Oh, like back, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pre-sort of civilised man. Right. The sense of smell was used to determine kinship. Mm. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm getting about the wilderness and I come across a potential mate... Yes. Now, go with me here. Of course. And I don't know whether we've, we're related, you know, like whether she's, uh, whether we're a good match. I could smell these things on my potential mate. So, oh, she smells like a relative. Let's not go there because our progeny mm. will not be able to play good cricket, right? right. So what I'm getting at here, Eddie, mm. is that if over time – that became less and less necessary because we stayed to it. We started to form tribes. I basically knew who my family were. Didn't need my sense of smell so much. So the 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 uh, the keen the, the the keenness of my sense of smell, Eddie, has diminished, diminished quite rapidly. Sure, to the point now where it's about you know, does this pass a good? Who farted? Fucking yeah. the gas is on. So when you take away the ability to see a man's chest, Eddie, it almost negates the point of a chest at all is what I'm saying. And, and that's dangerous to me. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Look, long-winded, but sometimes you've got to take the road less travelled if you want to get to the, the essence of a yarn. I've always said that. If we, if, we, if we take away access to a man's chest, I think we lose a part of ourselves as a species, Tom. That's where I'm concerned. It's the long-term fucking game, Eddie. Mm. It's down the track. Yeah. Also- like, what sort of world are our kids inheriting? All right, Eddie. Podcast this week sponsored by our very dear friends at Bareback Biltong. Bareback Biltong is made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original and smoked chili flavors are sure to get your taste buds throbbing. Bareback's very first creation, the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend coupled with Bareback's secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favorite. It's also cold smoke for six fucking hours. That's it. Now, that's a long time. Dead test cricket. That's a long time. Now, they use the unique bareback method when they're cold smoking that bad boy. Uh, Their smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. Hell of a collection, the smoked and spiced. Now, the simple oaky flavor, Tom, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, which are fantastic. Provides a truly rare and delicious flavor. Now, punters and dribblers may be asking, Biltong, I, is that is that jerky? And I would say, no, motherfucker. Jerky is rubbery as fuck. Jerky is like gnawing on a shoe, right? Or a thong. A thong. Dunlop volley. Yeah, yeah. Car tire. Sure. Things of that nature. That's right. Biltong, nah. Different. Nah. Softer, more tender, more juicy, more succulent, but the same vibe of a dried cured meat. Delivered across the strap. Fuck jerky, eat biltong, www.barebackbiltong.com.au. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What, what you, you gonna, gonna do when we come for you? Bad boys, bad uh, boys. Uh. So, Eddie, there's been a couple of bad boys this week. Couple of. Uh, just gonna name the five and then we'll go sort of try and get into the specific behaviors of each bad boy. Sure. Does that work for you? That's fine. One to five, no particular order, but they are there. Dustin Martin of the uh, Richmond Tigers in the AFL. Jimmy Roberts, the Jet of the Brisbane Broncos. Latrell Trell Mitchell mm. of the Sydney Roosters. Uh, John Hopper Hopperwadi of many backgrounds and mm. many fames. Mm. And the fallen alpha, former alpha, Conor McGregor. Couple of bad boys there. There's a fucking couple of bad boys there. Now, yeah. do you want to start with Dusty? Let's start with Dusty. Dusty's been clogging up my news feed today. Yeah, he has. So I just want to get Dusty off my chest. Maybe he'll leave my news feed. Yep. I'm not sure if they're interlinked at all. Who knows, dude? But like, I don't know how the world works. No. Now, Dusty, now this, look, you know, I'm not, I'm not an AFL uh, connoisseur. Connoisseur? Connoisseur. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'm not an AFL connoisseur, but... So, you know, I'm just regurgitating information here. Believe when they played JBWS on the weekend, yep. you got tagged, I believe, by getting tagged. It's like defended on. Yeah, yeah, but like quite vigorously. Yes. Like, like the motherfucker doesn't leave you alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Niggly as fuck, all over you, got it in for you, you know, on you. Yeah. Now, who was the player that was tagging him? 
Uh, uh, look, I mean, Dior on that sort who of co- Who cares? He was who getting cares? tagged, and he was getting tagged hard. And he's lashed out? He's lashed out. Now, he's lashed out at the guy who got done, well, not got done, but footage emerged of him snorting, I think a, a, it's called fluff or something like that, off someone's chest at Oktoberfest years and years and years ago, right? Now, see, I don't know, but I know the Oktoberfest yarn, but I didn't think he played for GWS. I thought he played for... Uh, I thought that the GWS guy played for... Sorry, I thought that the... <laughs> this is what happens when we try to cover AFL. No, it's fucking... <laughs> I think the guy that was the Oktoberfest guy played for Port Adelaide. Yeah. Don't know, but I think so. Right, okay. Who no, Dusty, I think you were. I think you I are think right. who Dusty was, who was gesturing the lines to was Shane Mumford, yep. who a video was released of him snorting white powder. Now, obviously, punters and dribblers, Eddie and I would never, ever assume that that white powder was cocaine, but it had all the hallmarks of it. Sure. It just had all the hallmarks of cocaine. So he was going to Dusty, uh, to, to, to Shane Mumford, have another line, you fucking dickhead, whatever it was, gestured for him having a little bit of a snort growl how prowl mm. and the uh the afl media up in arms now there are a couple articles that pointed out quite rightly the afl has a three-strike drug policy so it's like you can get caught doing bag twice three times three before- no, well, three times you're out but you can get you, can get, you can get again you can get away with with ties not a problem yeah not a problem so i mean dusty who again well it's not the western uh, sydney boy uh, rugby league in his br- in, through his blood. Campbelltown boy. Campbelltown boy. Rugby league is fuck. Uh, doing a little bit of coke gesturing, I don't think is necessarily worthy of bad boy of the week. Certainly not worthy of bad boy of the week. He's just he's playing on a bit of passion, and he's going to he's going to a cheap gag. Yeah. What's wrong with a cheap gag in a moment of passion? I don't know what's Almost happening. the first thing you'll go to is a cheap gag in a moment of passion. He's gone, I'm not playing well. I'm out of things here. They're beating the shit out of us. I'm getting tagged Eddie out the ass. So fuck you, mate. Have another line. Go and have another line, you loser. Now, now, he didn't know he was going to get filmed and the media was going to replay that constantly. Now, I mean, one may argue that it is a game that's filmed. But also, they go, think about the kids. If, well, your, like, kid, if your kid asks you, what's Dusty doing? You go, I don't know. Bang, kid stops asking questions. And they can't lip read. What do you mean? But also, like, what's he pretending to do there? I don't know. Scratch his nose. Who knows? Clear his nose. Learn to lie to your kids better if that's your biggest fucking problem. Next bad boy, Jimmy the Jet Roberts. Now, Jimmy, uh, known for his snort and growl and howl and prowl and his history of it. Tough upbringing, Jimmy the Jet. Uh, Wayne's left the club. Jimmy might have gone off the rails a little bit. He's got he's hurt his Achilles. He's out injured. He's gone to a house party. Got absolutely absolutely steaming full of piss to the point where he's passed out, Eddie, and has had to be carried out of the party. That's right. Now, it was a private party. Some fucking piece of shit's taken a photo of it. I didn't put it up on the old uh, on the old Hello Sport ground. Didn't feel right. Mm. Sure, there'll be times where I'll do, where, we, you know, we might get around that sort of, but it just felt a bit like... Felt off. Felt, it felt off. a bit off. Yeah. He was fucking cooked. Mm. Um... But I also don't see anything too wrong with that. Like, I don't get that drunk that I need to be carried out of a house, right? But Look. I'd also reckon I've been drunk enough. Well, maybe he's like maybe his drink was somewhere. spiked. Well, sure, but like I've fallen asleep. Yeah, because I'm you. pissed. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know you have. I know you have. I was. I mean, you used to fall asleep all the time. But there were, all the time. Well, every single night, actually. But I mean, like I've fallen asleep. You know, in a public you, setting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying is, you've fallen asleep when you're hammered in public settings where you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, sure. Let's play on. That's fine. Carried you out. Couldn't carry out. No, like, no one would bother. No. I reckon it's good of his mates to to, to have it. You know crack. what it is, really? It's more a story of friendship. I think it is. I think it is a story of friendship because there's not many friends that I know. Well, you just said you wouldn't carry me no, out. I wouldn't carry you out. I, I, mean, I don't think anyone would carry me out. You usually just get left. You get left there or you people start fucking with you. Start yeah, putting so shit on exactly. you. Exactly. Stiff shit, bro. This is on you. I think I think that's fantastic friendship because yeah. no one knows what happened. He, you don't know if he was sick. He could have slipped he over and had, bumped his head. Might have been an allergic reaction. Might have slipped over and bumped his head. He might have had some fucking bad prawn. Sure. I mean, bad prawns could put you on your ass like nothing else. Yeah, I mean, and there's if a you million don't know, things. try one. Again, he could have had his drink spiked. I mean, there's just no way of knowing. And I think this is a story of tremendous friendship. 
Against all odds, he's a big boy. Not since Kokoda have I seen a, a group no. of mates band together this well and no, sort no. of you know get each other get get a mate out of a tough spot. Never. Well, not not since Kokoda. No. Of which we weren't alive for. So we've never seen. We've it. never seen it. This is Kokoda stuff. This is this is Victoria Cross stuff. I think so. Or Victoria Bitter. Yeah, at least our version of the Victoria Cross is a Victoria Correct. Bitter. That's so it. I mean, gentlemen, for friendship, have a VB. It's on us. Next bad boy, Eddie. Trell. Now, this one's been overblown. Trell blowing off steam back in his hometown. Excited. But wasn't even. He was in a verbal argument. That's it, right? This and is- he was probably sticking up for his mates. This is the biggest care of all time. Didn't throw a punch. Got fined for what? A bit lippy to a security guard. Oh, God. Leave like, it out. Leave him alone. That's ridiculous. The security guard was probably being a fuckwit. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's, again, they're just they're, now that there's no, there hasn't been a whole lot of scandal. Not a whole lot of scandal. No, mate. I actually, I actually think the rugby league season, all the preseason bullshit that's happened, sure. But since the season started, it's all been like lovely fucking. Well, that's stories. what I mean. So it's, it feels like they're looking for something. Yeah, this is just them trying to fucking dig something up, salt our season with a bit of bloody no. Latrell based bad boy. Not work. into it. Not, I'm not buying that one. Not into not it. Not buying that one. Now, Eddie, you want to go to? Uh, well, let's just do McGregor first, only because it just broke today. I don't know too much more info other than he... Uh, well, look, he's, he's been a grubby boy lately. Th- this last week's been fucking full If anyone's on. been following the Khabib, him, The Khabib kind of Twitter stoush, it's been fucking... It's been intense. Not to... Like, the, the main crux of the shit, like, was a week ago, so it was a bit past. You know, him and them, like, he was fucking calling Khabib's wife a towel. Khabib was calling him a rapist. Didn't become fun. It immediately became unfun. Where it was like, okay, this isn't like just banter about how you're going to beat the fuck out of each other now. It's really, it's off. And you used to be, he used to be the king of witty comebacks. And now it's just dark and weird and yeah. Dark, weird and But well, look, I mean, you all know, punters, dribblers, that he, he was removed from our, from our, as our head top alpha. Top billing of head alpha, he, sure. He's been removed. So, I mean, once you get removed from our top billing as head alpha, you tend to lose your weight. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's fighting uh, to, for relevancy across the board here. Um, but certainly, I think he didn't take that well when we when we kicked him out. Uh, it's evidenced by his behaviour over the last couple of weeks. But he he just recently, Eddie, he's just been uh, charged with some sort of fight in a Dublin bar. Apparently, someone approached him because he was behaving like a fuckwit. Not hard to believe. And then Connor sort of told him where to go. This guy stupidly started lipping up about Khabib, and then Connor fucked him up. So there's a couple of things here. Connor probably could very well have been a fuckwit, but do you really go and give a cage fighter lip and a wild man at that who's been doing some weird ass shit lately? Been doing some wild stuff, seemingly, uh, you know, in a place where he's not just going to back down because he's Connor McGregor. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He clearly doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's done. So to confront a cage fighter is one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard. Yeah, it's one of the dumbest. Unless he wants, unless he wants that on his resume. Fucked up by Conor McGregor. There'd be people out there that would like that on their reg, on their CV, Tom. Yep, I'm not mad at that. So a couple of bad boys floating around, punters, dribblers. Yep. Now, uh, this, this, but also some of them aren't. Yeah, it's not really. It's sort of like quasi bad boy, pseudo bad boy. Are you a bad boy? It's like It's more like bad boy's Bad boys? The upward inflection implies no, I'm getting a question. It. No, I'm getting it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final bad boy, Eddie. Yeah. And this is, I mean, look, he is a bad boy, sure. But he's also a businessman. And that's what I'm impressed by. And it's a uh, friend of the show, John Hopper Hopperwadi. Um, Hopper seems to be in a pyramid scheme, Eddie. I don't want to accuse him of that, but shout out to friend of the show and uh, a throbber doing his Dior work, mm. uh, Dimitri. Not going to say his last name on here in case he doesn't want me to, uh, but alerted me to the potential that John Hopperwadi, in an, you know, maybe an attempt to feed his growing family, mm. has turned to the pyramid scheme. Mm. Now, some of the punters and dribblers may have seen the rules that were shared from John to uh, this throbber who's reached out, um, but some may maybe haven't. So I just thought that I would get up the rules. Basically, this guy has Hobbs been sharing all this shit online, mm, mm. and then uh, this bloke 
that we know, friend of the show, has Inbox Hopper, like, I think, asking for more info. And then this is what the Honourable John Hopperwadi has come back with. So let me get it up here. You'll get it. The the and the uh, the the pyramid scheme is called Loom. The Loom, and also it's 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 done the rounds in different in different sort of forms for ages. Yes, this is not a new yarn. No, and there is plenty of information about it online. Correct. If anyone wanted to do even a second's worth of Dior, of which John hasn't. John hasn't. Uh, I will also direct the punter and dribble's attention to the fact that this pyramid scheme, just based on the on the rules, does not even pretend to provide any service or, you know, like a lot of pyramid schemes are like hidden under the guise of, hey, fitness, health, sell this shit. Mm. This doesn't pretend to be anything other than a fucking pyramid scheme. So let's go through the eight fucking things that Hopper has sent here. You'll get a link to join your Loom group chat once added. Rules. Deposit $150 into account data at... Fuck me, I can't read. Deposit $150 into account details that are in the description of this chat. Step two. Send screenshot of your transfer to the group. Step three. Your name will be added to the pink section of the loom. Now, the loom has got multicolors. Mm. The pink section is the junior color. Well, that's the, the rookie. The entry the level. Rookie. It's the rookie. Invite. St- step four. Invite and add people to the loom. Step five. Once all the pink section is filled with names, that means the person in the middle slash red of the loom has collected their whole amount of $1,200. Basically, collect $1,200 off people. <laughs> Steps. Yeah, yeah. Get So you pay your 150 to get in and then get... Then get $1,200 off other people. Yeah, exactly. So talk people into this. Yes. Talk people around. Yeah. Into giving you money. Into giving you money that you are giving away. Yes. Just let them know that you are giving it away and the only way they're going to get it back is if they also do this. So step six. Once that is done, the person in the red is knocked off and the loom is then split into two separate groups, growing the base of the pyramid, one might assume. And But money would also, like a, an amount of, of each amount of money would be filtered up to like the original guy that started it. So all of the money that's in there, the... The, the red dot of the loom would leave. He'd get some money. Some more money would go to the person who has initially got him in. I mean... Yeah, it'd be weighted depending on how early you get in. Yes. So, step six. Once that is done, the person in the red is knocked off and the loom is then split into two separate groups, top and bottom. Step seven. Two new groups are created where the people who were in the orange move into the red, the people in the blue move into the orange, and the people in the pink move into the blue. Step eight. The cycle starts again and you recruit more people. (laughs) You keep going till you make it to the red and collect your money. Let me know if you're keen. I'll send it to you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. How would you be like? It's just so good that he's out there peddling this shit. It's just, it's just so good. It's a rugby league story. Though, it's a rugby it? league story. It's a story about um, a young entrepreneur who, well, not a young, an aging entrepreneur, an aging entrepreneur, showing that you're not done once your career's up. No, 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 no. They're still fighting this old dog. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Glittering career um, as a rugby league player. Uh, not so glittering in the boxing <laughs> ring, so he's turned himself boxer. He's turned himself to sales, and could we argue high finance? Type? Yeah, well, something like that. He's certainly the Wolf of Warringa. Now I wonder how he's going, the big fella. I mean, uh, has he? How many? How many people has he swindled into? Is he? This? Is he? Is he in the orange? Is he in the blue? Is he in the red? Is he? You know? Is he? Where is he at in the loom? I'd like to know. I'd love to know. Is there any way of telling, or is this is this confidential information? I, look, I mean, I don't know. Punters and dribblers out there, if you've been lured into Loom, or if you want to slide into John Hopperwadi's DMs, if you want to play it, if you want to play Loom with John, bro, if someone in this group 
gets to the red in loom, you get a baggy green. That's without question. You got to prove it to us, though. You, you got to prove it to you us. You got to prove the whole fucking thing. Probably far too much work, but I'm just we saying. We don't know. We don't know enough about it. If you get to red and collect your 1200, you always collect, you always collect, you all. Also, rather, God, that was yeah, tough. Yeah, that was that was, that that was, was very tough. Was Big weird. weekend. You also get a baggy green. Yeah. So I mean, twelve hundred dollars in a baggy green ain't bad. All for completing loom with John. With John Hopperwadi's help, but you just need to keep us completely across it, completely across it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so look, I mean, that's the bad boys. I don't know if any of them were bad. No. Bad boys. Bad boys. But, I mean, you know, shout out to John Upawadi. Go well with the loom, bro. Um, we got a couple of new world champions, Eddie. How many? Two world champions. You ever heard of the Iconics, bro? Nope. You ever heard of a little thing called WrestleMania, bro? Yes. Uh, I have. Well, got to give a little shout out to uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Okay. Uh, the female tag team champs in the WWE. Seriously? Yeah. Now, look, facetious celebration. Good on them, achieving lifelong dreams. But after they won, they were in tears. Genuine tears. Tears, tears. But you, how can you be in tears, tears? Well, they, you know, know they know, no, but they're actors. No, no, this was... This was tears, tears. No, it can't be. No. They te- would have been told to cry. Dude, I'm sorry. They Why, are, but the whole thing's they are acting. fucking Angelina Jolie, dude. They're but not acting know? well. Bruh. They're actors. They're not actors. They actors, are actors, actors. Wait. The whole thing's scripted. From Eddie, top to bottom. They're, yeah. in the, they're in there for months. But are you, watch, are you watching it going, fuck, this is some acting when you watch the wrestling? No. They were crying, crying backstage, talking about how it was a, like... But that doesn't make sense. I know, dude. That's what I'm saying. It was hard It was hard for me to wrap my, my head around. What the fuck? It was like, but you knew you were going to win the whole time. You've probably known for months. Yes. You've been practicing it. Literally choreographed. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, is it just the fact that, that it's the moment you're crying about? Because you always wanted to be champ. I thought you maybe would have cried once they told you, you know. Yeah, the tears should have been done. Because, look, the celebration, like the post-win, they kind of broke character by crying. And I didn't watch WrestleMania. I'm just watching highlights here. But they kind of broke character by crying after the win rather than being like wrestlers and, you know, standing on the top rope like The Rock would have done and just holding up your belt like a badass. Doesn't make sense. Triple H wouldn't have started crying after he won the fucking world title. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Anyway, shout out to them, VBs for them, uh, and also VB to the women's Waratahs side who have just gone two straight seasons without a loss. Love it. That's fucking pretty crazy, dude. That's pretty full on, right? Two. How many seasons. games do they play? Look, not a shitload. That's a Dior. I'm going to say eight. Still impressive. Dude, very impressive. Two straight VBs. seasons. VBs. VBs knocking off the. Uh, Reds as well, Queensland. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck Queensland. Fucking yeah, VBs. 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 VBs all round. Did you... Now, I didn't watch this video. I refused to watch it. But I did, unfortunately, come across a still of the young gymnast... Didn't watch it. ...who exploded her legs. Not my thing. Not my vibe. I hate that. It's not my vibe. I, I can't get the fucking shit out of my head if I see it, right? Not my vibe. Punish you can't unsee it. No, you can't. It's with you forever. Like, you'll be 80 and you'll have a flashback going, oh... Jesus Christ, that was fucking gross. And it was gross. And I saw this still, and punters, dribbles, if you haven't seen it, a young college gymnast, she was doing some flips and shit, and as she landed, both her legs broke and both her knees dislocated, and she retired immediately. <laughs> Legitimately, after she's like, I'm retired from this shit. Fuck this. Dear but like, God. To give you an example of how they dislocated Eddie... The hyperextension of no 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 yeah no, the no, knee no, 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 out no. the back of the knee shit like fuck <laughs> it was it was horrible oh that's not that's not good that's yeah. not good no that's not good of course you retire yeah you, you just, don't have a knee you don't your knees are gone you, your knees are no longer what they should can be. you fix that I mean you can't fix it like I mean I don't want to take this back to my own sporting <laughs> career 
But I did. Inevitably, you always do. But I did break my knee as a uh, as a young whippersnapper playing Colts for uh, Eastern Suburbs. Sure. Club captain, whatever. Um, sure. And I broke my knee. Now, I'm back walking, Eddie. I can, you know, hop, skip and jump. Not like I used to, but I can still do it. But, like, my knee ain't good. No. So, and that wasn't that bad. Like, it com- comparatively to what this chick's done, where both her legs have exploded. Mm. It's going to be a long road back for it. Broken, two broken legs, two dislocated knees. Like you just don't, you don't just bounce back. From that. No, you don't just bounce back. No, you don't. I just think bounce she's going to have like, like my knee gets stiff when it's about to rain. True story. So, you know, is that a sixth sense? Maybe. Tom Winksy girl. She's retiring. Well, supposedly retiring this weekend. What do you mean, supposedly? Well, that's not official. Everyone's everyone's billing this as Winksy's last run. Oh, yeah, but is it like super official? I don't know. I think, like, has Waller come out being like definitely the last run? Well, I'm pretty sure. I've all fucking, yeah. As far as it's being marketed as Winksy Girl's last gallop. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but also it's in your business to to market it as a last gallop because even if, if it isn't, you can market it again. It's like a fucking rug closing down sale. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm also like... You'd still do this anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the whispers have been fucking loud and no one's come out to say, well, again, I don't know. But so we're saying sense. that this could be a rug store closing. It could be a rug, down, it so. could be a rug store closing down sale type thing. But let's say she is retiring. Queen Elizabeth this weekend, shitloads of prize money, chance to go out on top. Yeah. Would go out on top anyway. Well, but yeah. It'd but be a big asterisk, bro. It's it's a it's it'd be a shit end. Now look, we're catching up with Winksy. Later this week for dinner. Sure. Um, before Fucking the race, right. we're yep. going to get around a big old salt lick and maybe a couple of VBs before the race. She's always done that bit of a ritual. Bit of a ritual. I mean, it's a Saturday morning ritual for us. Um, but just wanted to officially, Winksy, babe, um, just say congratulations on a great career. Glittering. Glittering, covered in glitter, dripping in glitter, and VBs. And we hope that this weekend is no different. We hope it's, it's just glittering. Yep. Covered in glitter and wings yeah. and yarn. Nice little cherry on top of what's already been an amazing career, babe. Thanks so much for uh, allowing us to be a small part of it. Obviously, really happy just to see what you and Bruce get up to in your future. Maybe a couple of couple of little ponies running around. Uh, couple, centaurs. A couple of little centaurs, Tom. Now, a couple of little centaurs knocking about. Would sure. Be I mean, I think, I think, I think. I think centaurs would be nice. That'd be cute. You know I what mean, I mean? A real love story. A real a real sign of what's possible between, you know, two different species two different but species. two great lovers. Yeah, exactly. Now does does Winksy Girl take Bruce's last name? Because she doesn't have one. No. She's a strong, she's a strong, strong woman. She's a twenty nineteen woman, so she's not Winks McAvaney. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't think so. He might even be Bruce Winks. I think he's probably more Bruce Winks than Winks is McAvaney. McAvaney. That's my that's no, my that's sense fair. of things. That's and fair. I think when you're the queen of the turf, you don't take anyone's name. No. And also you just have like a singular name, Winks, Queen. That's it. You know, maybe the Winks. I don't know. No, I'm into that. But congratulations. Congratulations, little centaurs on Let's route. go out on top, babe. Let's Super go on top. Excited. We'll see for the site looking the V Bay Saturday morn as tradition dictates. Flags at half mast, Eddie. They're Obviously, at half mast. The Hello Sport flag at half mast. Vale, Tommy Turbo's hammies. Vale to the hammies. Now, hammies, Tom, traditionally very fucking needy things. Very needy. They're very, very, very needy. Like, obviously, the punter and the dribbler knows what sort of, um, you know, hammy hell I went through. You've had, well, see, this is the great thing, Eddie, is that we're able to have you here to mm. maybe take us through a little bit of what Tommy's going through. I was almost... You can't rush back. You right. can't rush back to hammies. Now, obviously, I was trying to do it in one-week turnarounds. I think I was like a grade two. Yeah, right. Trying to do it in one-week turnarounds. Even I wasn't able to pull that off. I'd still, I'd, they'd still buckle halfway through the match, or even like the half, halfway through the first half. You did play though, didn't you? I played on. You're, but a, bit, I'm, you're a different. Athlete. But I'm a hard fucker, yeah, right? right? Point is, you need weeks off. We came back to, uh, we're doing the Wentworth comp, uh, which we started last week. Um, got the win, obviously. Yeah, right. But the Hemis were good. But I've had 
six weeks off, right. right? Yeah. Six weeks off. Now, they've definitely rushed back Tommy Turbo. He only had two weeks off. Like the, or two, Three, missed two, I think. Missed two, two games missed two at the games, start of the, yeah. of the season. Feel like they rushed him back because he wasn't – he was, what, 60%? Like he was running at sixty percent. Oh of no, his... no, he looked fine when he was on a gallop. No, no, no. But when he was running back, when he did it, he was he wasn't at top speed. Oh no, bro. when he did it, no, no. Which shows to me, Hemi's that are very needy, yes. very needy indeed. Yes. And I just worry, thus flags at half mass punters, dribblers, about how needy these little fuckers are going to be long for the rest term. of the season. Possibly long term. Yeah. They're saying he's out six to ten. I reckon it's going to be more like ten, maybe longer. Because they don't want to rush these bad boys back no. if they're as needy as, we, need, as yeah. we think they are. Yeah. If these things are as uh, needy as a high school girlfriend, punish dribblers, then th- we need to take all the time in the world. All the time in the world. Now, now, where does that leave us, Eddie? It leaves us up shit creek. It leaves us in a very... Precarious position. Look, hot win on the weekend. Not hot taken away win. from famous that, win. Not taken away from that hot, hot, sweaty win. But the team is not as good when Tommy Turbo and his needy hamstrings aren't playing. Now, now do you want to? Brendan Noby is Elliot. Beers never Elliot. Beers never ever Elliot. I mean, he's gone to fullback, which fills me with dread. DCE doesn't play anywhere near as well without without Tommy Turbo. So look, the back line as it stands, Eddie, as it as it changes, is Biz never at the at fullback. Mm. Uh, you've got uh, Georgie Tafur on the wing, mm. the sandwich Ruben Garrick on the other wing. You've got uh, the household, the household name, name Brad, Brad Parker, Parker and the big baby Moses Sully, who's you know. Just a big fucking baby. I don't know what the hell he does. Then you've got Kane LGDCE. So uh, we wish Tommy a speedy recovery. Mm. Um, I don't know if they should be ruling out hammy surgery, like replacement yeah. surgery. Well, let's get Brendan's hammies. Do we do we take Brendan's hammies, Beers Never's hammies? Beers Never's got healthy hammies. We'll take them and you can have these beta ones. But are they beta hammies just by virtue of belonging to beers never that maybe we don't well i don't well surely there's certainly something wrong with tommy's tommy's got a beta hammy yeah possibly two beta hammies yeah he needs new alpha hammies yeah not sure who's going to give him up no that's, that's a good problem. point we don't want beers nevers no he's a beta as fuck yeah uh so again calling on all alphas if there's any alphas out there that want to hand over a pair of hammies maybe they're not using them no well eddie what are you doing with yours Look, I could do that. Would you donate some hammies to Tommy Turbo? I would. Seems like your hammies bounce back quick. They're it not has. as needy. No, no, no. They're not as needy. They're not as needy. Maybe one or two weeks off if if there's an issue. You know what I mean? Look, I'm happy to donate my hammies. He, I mean, he's got my number. He's got my number. Punish Dribbles, that's it for this week. It's been a hell of a show. Uh, lots of dribble again. Oh, you mean you mean shitloads of dribble? Covered a lot of topics, which, I mean, you should really fucking appreciate. Yep. Um, it's been a hell of a show. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, mustache. Mustache. See you soon. Catch you later. Thanks for coming. Farewell. Be you soon. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>